Hey, it's Latif from Radio Lab. Our goal with each episode is to make you think, how did I live this long and not know that? Radio Lab, adventures on the edge of what we think we know. Listen wherever you get podcasts. I've always had a weakness for concert recordings. That is, concerts recorded live. Events you can attend just by listening, with all the trimmings, the company of an audience, hair-raising virtuosity, suspense, moments of exquisite tranquility, and that indescribable something you hear when a musician catches creative fire right in front of you. The anticipation as the performance is about to start. The artist walks toward the piano. Vladimir Horowitz used to like to drag out the anticipation a bit by just playing a few chords before he actually began the programmed selections. Quite unusual. He did that here in this concert in Vienna in 1987. Almost as if he wanted to make sure the piano still worked. of course, always delivered something. There were those who hated his playing. They found it cold and old-fashioned and almost hokey. I can see their point, but I found the playing irresistible nevertheless. And just as a musical creature, he was and is fascinating to listen to. Especially live in concert rather than in studio, because you hear the restraint as it's happening. He never bangs, never gushes. The more the audience starts jumping out of its skin, the more he holds back. You can almost imagine that smug expression on his face. I am in full control, it says, and he was. So was Glenn Gould in full control, and even he can be heard live on recording in tapes made before Gould made his momentous decision as a star concert pianist at age 31 to give up the live concert stage and just focus on recordings and other musical activities. He plays here live in Moscow, the art of fugue. And what grabs you is the insistent purity of it. No effort to charm or seduce the audience. Just the most penetrating performance of this music anyone had ever heard in 1957, and maybe still. Maybe control is, after all, everything. Maybe being in the physical presence of this level of control and that would apply to concerts, to sports, certainly, live theater, or a brilliant debate, or rousing speech. Maybe that's what we long to be close to. Which doesn't at all rule out extravagance, the kind where you feel the artist might come unhinged at any moment. One master of that was Sviatoslav Richter, not in a calculated way. As a performer, he was a risk-taker, 
a player who never relied on what he'd done before. So there was always a remarkable tension in his live playing, which he preferred, by the way, to recording. If you still use CDs, there are plenty of live Richter riches to consume, notably a set of concerts long out of print until recently that he played at Carnegie Hall in 1960. Stunners, including the memorable Beethoven Appassionata, which blew the audience away. There, he really did nearly fly off the rails. Which is not to say he wasn't capable of another kind of more lyrical tension. This past year, added to the wealth of live performance online, is a concert played by the Argentinian pianist Martha Argerich in Singapore in 2018. For an encore, she dove into an almost demonic performance of a Scarlatti sonata. But it's not a bit mechanical, so fluid and musical, you can hardly believe all these qualities can exist at once magical, and the crowd certainly felt it. But if you speak of encores and endings, you must speak of Emil Gilels, the Russian pianist who first played here in the 50s and who knew how to send people home from a concert. One of his favorite encores was a Bach piece, a kind of meditation, transcribed by another Russian, Alexander Salati. Every time Gilels closed with it, a spell was cast. until we can be in an audience again. A brief visit with pianists, alive and not, who've played their hearts out right before us. It's Fishko Files. I'm Sarah Fishko. <laughs>